What's up, guys? We are live. The red light is on. I'm Dave Anakin. I'm with ranked number 10 UFC lightweight Grant Dawson. Grant, brother, how are you? Fantastic, man. Me on the show. It's uh, it's hear that top 10 ranking. Uh, everybody's been saying it, and I love it. <laughs> Pretty cool, man. Hey, dude. I got a box of cards back here. We, you know, we can do this whenever you want. We, we'll do this again soon. All right. I, I always love breaking those but, boxes. Yeah, let's with do you, it. But... <laughs> yeah, it's very so much cool, fun man. trying um, to guess the fighters. It's like a game. I know it's the best. It is. I, I do. I love your MMA uh, IQ. And we'll actually get into that. It's one of my questions for you. But first and foremost, it's been 72, 80 hours since probably not probably the biggest win of your mixed martial arts career. And we've talked so much in the past. How has been the last 72, 75 hours? Has it been a whirlwind for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't been like, <clears throat> it, it's the same, but different at the same, which, which doesn't really make any sense. But it's like, yeah, we got the win. It, it Not a whole lot has changed. Like people aren't recognizing me on the streets <laughs> or anything like that. But it is like, there's that, that's a sense of accomplishment where, dude, we're, we're nine fights away from what I've been wanting since I was 15 years old. And it's one of those things where it's just whole crap. Like it's, it's here. Like, dude, we're, we've got a long way to go, but at the same time, not as long as we've been. Right. For sure. Um, one of my questions for you and, uh, you know, me watching it from afar and us at Fight Bananas doing what we're doing. We're on social so much. We're posting so much. We're posting so much about you. You're the co-main event and not even that, of course, we don't even try to hide it. I think it'd be false narrative of us trying to hide us about you, right? So we don't try to hide our support towards Grant Dawson and our lean towards you. And we're, we're very pro towards you the whole week. And it is what it is. You just 30, 26, the number 12 guy who was the bet in favor. When that fight went off, he was the Las Vegas who builds very tall buildings because they win. They thought that man was going to defeat you last Saturday night. And you just 30, 26 them. Has that sink in? Like, has that sink in? A lot of people were critical, like, oh, man, maybe they should have, Grant should have stopped them. Or there was a couple spots there. You just 30, 26, one of the best lightweights on this planet. Has that sink in um, one of the best performances of the year? Yeah, I think that it, it's, it was definitely, it was my best performance. And I think that's really what I wanted. I wanted to show the UFC that you can put me in the, main event spots and I can still perform you know you in as the underdog and I can perform the last co-main event was when I fought Ricky Glenn and I was a minus 550 favorite over a guy that I should have absolutely annihilated and I ended up going to a draw with him now one of the best things that ever happened in my career because that me to get my ass up and move to uh, uh American top team but then they put me in against the number 12 guy super super long winning streak um his only law in the UFC was Armin Sarukian, who's also another good. So it was definitely one of those positions where I didn't want to just go in there and win. I wanted to go in there and dominate, and I think I did that. And yes, uh, the fans are right. I was in a really good spot for a long time, and I didn't get the finish, man. That not everything's a lesson. Sometimes you just fail. I couldn't get it. I, I was trying. I promise you guys, I was trying to get the finish. I was hitting him as hard as I could. I was trying to take his neck every time. I took uh, position over stupid submissions, um, and I think my fight IQ comes into play. So, you know, I didn't get the finish. I'm a little bummed about that, but 
on the other hand, I prove UFC that I can go three hard rounds and I can win three hard rounds. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, and that's where I think I kind of have the MMA IQ. I think it's probably there's when they, when they, uh, they put the two fighters up and they put their, your distance and your, your reach. And, you know, sometimes they even have the check boxes of how good your cardio is and how good your power is. They don't put sometimes MMA IQ and that's kind of maybe a little bit of your secret sauce. And I joke about it with the card break on there, how much you know other people, you know, other fighters. And I think that's a little bit of your secret sauce is your MMA IQ. And I think that is instead of a going for a, you know, an arm bar that maybe you know in your head, you're like, hey, Dave, I might have like 10% of hitting this uh, arm bar, but I got 95%. I'm on his back and I'm uh, short elbowing him to death and I can have a 10-8 round in this spot. I think that's a little bit of your secret sauce and maybe not to the casual MMA fan. They don't love that. That's not, you know, fun. That's not cool to them. But to you, to me, and to, I think, the people who saw it, I think a lot of people gave you a lot of praise that night. Uh, I don't know if you watched the fight back eight times like some other people, but a lot of people on the commentary, like Bisping was just praising you to death, like how much, uh, you know, what you were doing in that cage was very high. And I think that's a little bit of your secret sauce. And do you agree with that is your MMA IQ? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I call it like fight IQ. I think it's definitely something that some fighters need a little bit more of. And I don't think that they, when, when you fighter I fight IQ there's really only one fighter that comes to mind and that was George St. Pierre everybody says that he wasn't the best because he was the most athletic or the most hardworking or the most you know dedicated it was because he was so uh he had such high fight IQ he would jab and and move his feet against the guys that are big punchers he would out wrestle you know the good strikers he would out strike the good wrestlers he'd out jujitsu the you know what I mean so right, when right. you think about high fight IQ the only fighter that really comes to mind George St. Pierre. Now there's been other fighters. I think that John Jones has a very, very high fight IQ. I think that Khabib had a very high fight IQ. And it was kind of hard to see that with Khabib because he just, he did the same thing to everybody over and over. But if you really break down what he was doing, he was doing it in a different way. And it, it's doing the same thing in a different way. I think that's super high fight IQ. Um, so that's something I feel like I'm, I'm a little underrated in because, you know, it looks like I'm just, Getting the takedown, taking the back, and I'm doing that to everybody. But there are different things that happen in every fight, if you look closely, that are attributed to my fight IQ. A big thing that we went through for this camp was switching stances a lot. Is Magulov has a really good jab and a really, really good cross. So our whole plan was constantly switch stances so he get a beat on me. And if you watch the the only time he ever really got a beat on me and started hitting me was when I was staying in orthodox. So halfway through that round i was like all right i need to start switching again because i, I stayed too long in my comfortable stance i gotta start switching again for sure for sure um all right so us fi bananas we do it uh michael bisping was in the ring uh you're 35 minutes after the fight you're talking with media they're asking you right away and you know they bring up armand they bring up gamera uh, yourself you know you said benny or tony and we do it. Uh, your wonderful wife, Elle Dawson, she helps us with Monday, uh, matchmaking Monday. As you as the fighter itself, are you are you into kind of that matchmaking Monday and, and throwing out names and being a part of it and kind of like it's kind of like a mystery. And it's a puzzle. It's a fantasy game and going into it. Or are you the opposite of it? Like, guys, let me just breathe. I just fought. I just won. I just did what I needed to do. And let me just breathe. Let me go back home. Let me kind of take the week and then. Let me go back and dissect and like, okay, Benny Darush is the name 10 days later. And let me go after that. 
where are you on the let me go after a name literally an hour afterwards or give me 10 days and then I'll attack that name 10 days from now. I, I want to get started. Uh, you know, I, I had nine months in the fights and that was no fault of my own. I was not, you know, I, I, I fought November 5th. I got married November. I asked for a fight November 21st. Like these long layoffs, you know, they're nobody's fault. It absolutely. I understand the business, but I'm trying to get going, right? I do believe my next opponent fighting this weekend. I believe I will get the winner of uh, Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. I think that that's the match that is going to end up happening. I'm super excited for either of those guys. I'm going to be watching that fight super, super closely. But no, to answer your question, I want to get going. I want to fight again. I'm ready to go right now. You know, uh, I'm a little banged up from the fight, but no major injuries. I'm going to I'm going to go into training tomorrow to help out my good friend Tiago Moises get ready for his fight coming up. So, I'm back with him tomorrow. Let's get something booked. Okay. Uh I had a couple other things, but you just threw out that uh huge pay-per-view this weekend. Before we get into Volk, I know where you're at with Pantoja and Brandon Morano, which uh I know you're very high on Pantoja this weekend. You kind of even persuaded me on the Pantoja side as well. Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker, a very close fight, a very good fight. Are you leaning one way or another? Are you not caring? Are you just like very like, let me watch it and see what happens and unfolds? Where are you at on that fight? Because you're saying you might, you think the winner of that is your next opponent. Yeah, I mean, I think that me, I hope Dan Hooker wins because he's an easier fight with a bigger name. But okay. heart, I know that Jalen Turner is probably going to get it done. He's young, bigger, he's faster, he's stronger. I think they're the guy. I think Jalen little bit younger and more athletic so that in my mind is my next opponent i've already like scoping him and watching film on him i think that i think that that's gonna be the next step now if, if hooker goes out there and shows us and it's striker versus striker man like hook done if he does get it done that's my next opponent as well i'm super excited for both catapult me closer to that belt and that's all i really care about after going after a big name we're going after uh dariush or Oliveira. Those are those are kind of the names in my mind, you know, uh, just kind of progging the division. Wow, that's cool. And you're still on, uh, you're still leaning Pantoja to win that co-main event and upset and uh, win the flyweight championship? Absolutely, man. He's beat him all twice. Um, he finished him the first time and dominated him the second time. And I think Brandon Moreno has gotten a lot better those fights a lot better but as pantoja and it's it's really hard for a lot of people to see so it's like when somebody loses and they they fight again a long time later then always the loser got better guys the better too you know like right. that's how getting better works time into it you keep going and one of the things that toja has been training and doing this since he uh since those fights you know he he's not just fights he's getting better every He's a student of the game. I really love his style, and I think he's going to get Absolutely, brother. Grant, man, we appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Like, the service is getting a little wonky. I got one last thing for you, though, brother. One last thing. Um, your wonderful wife, Elle, she does so much stuff for us at Fight Bananas. We love her to death over here. I know she's starting to get back into it. Uh, how how cool is it for her to be out there in Vegas and uh, just everything she's doing? Just uh, talk about how much you love that bitch. <laughs> yeah it was the first time i ever brought um to fight week first time she's ever been 
you know, she wasn't in my corner, but she was with me the entire time. She cut weight with me. Uh, she made all my food. She showed up. I'm I'm never going to a fight week without her if if that's so. Oh, we're losing the signal, man. Um, hey, nothing but love and respect to you guys. Grant, you're the best. Number ten ranked UFC lightweight in the world. Oh, we see you. You're back, Grant. You're the best. We appreciate your time. Have a good uh, training day, July fifth. You're already back at it, man. Already back at the gym. We love it. No days off. No days off, man. I appreciate you having me on here, bro. This really means a lot to me. Absolutely, brother. Anytime you know that. We'll do a car break next week, all right? Yes, sir. Later, man. Be good.